welcome to Village Church Q&A. I'm Amanda, and I'm here with Pastor Michael, and today we're going to be answering the question, are there some sins mm-hmm. worse than others? Um, absolutely, but it depends what you mean by worse. So let's, let's answer the question, and okay. then we can kind of parse this out. Uh, all sins are wrong in the sight of God. Period. I mean, right. that's just, that stands on its own. If it is sin, if the Bible forbids it, it is wrong. And if it is a sin, it requires the blood of Christ for forgiveness. Every sin. Even if, Amanda, you just, I don't know, you told one little white lie one time in your entire life. Right. Um, the blood of Christ would have to have been shed for that one sin. Now, yeah. nobody has only sinned ever, <laughs> ever oh, That once. would be nice. You're yes, right. right. Um, but uh, so... But here's the deal. Some sins, even though all sins are sins, some sins have greater consequences. And and I think as we process this question, we just have to recognize that, listen, a sin is a sin is a sin is a sin. They're all sin and they all require the forgiveness of God through the shed blood of Jesus Christ. And not even a but, uh, there are some sins that have exponentially greater consequences. And in the Old Testament, there are actually like words used for this. And so they had Old Testament words for sin and transgression, but then the words would get a little bit more intense, like um, abomination. Mm. Like these, I mean, even the Old Testament had like word categories for really, really, really bad things. And then like really, 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 I mean, they're bad, but they're not as bad. Or or they talk about like, God hates this. Correct. God hates divorce. Okay. That's serious. That That seems like worse than, than lying. Oh my goodness. In the New Testament, it's interesting because there are two things that if you mess with these things, God gets angry at. One is marriage. Mm-hmm. Uh, it talks about being an avenger of this. And then the other is sexual sin. It's interesting. Like these are so special and precious to the heart of God mm-hmm. that when these things come up, there is like a heightened emotional reaction mm-hmm. um, by God in these. And so even though the blood of Christ is shed for all sins, not all sins we'll say provoke God as much, yeah. um, nor do all sins impact us consequentially as much. That's, that's challenging. Yeah. Um, what's, there's a negative side to that, which is um, sometimes pastors or parents or Christian leaders can treat like sexual sin and treat people far worse because of them or condemn them much more significantly. And so there, there's quite a bit of tension here in terms of how to handle all of that. But when you open the scriptures, um, all sin is sin. Now, people who do really bad things and they don't want to deal with the consequences, you'll hear them say something like, well, all sin is sin, so why are yes. you upset about this? Well, um, it's one thing if you're married for your spouse to lie to you. Yeah. It's another thing for them to cheat on you. Yep. And if your spouse said, well, all sin is sin. Yeah. Right? Like, what's the big deal? They all, diminish. All wrong is wrong. They right. diminish, yeah. Because some sins have a greater impact relationally on God, mm-hmm. on your spouse, on your friends, on your community, on your family. Yeah. Um. So I'll say it again, all sins require the shed blood of Christ to forgive. Yeah. So why do you think we're talking about this? Why are people asking this question? Do you think because maybe they came from a different background mm-hmm. where that was being told to them? Like mm-hmm. one was, I know like uh, Catholic um, yeah. people might say, oh, well, there is one that's worse than others or there yeah. are some worse than others. Yeah, totally. I mean, there are going to be two big reasons. I mean, there are probably many, but two big reasons why people have sin hierarchies, right? Mm -hmm. The first is because we love to justify our sin, right? So if I got a sin that I like, right, I'm going to put it very low on the hierarchy of goodness to badness, you know? Right. Um, I didn't kill anybody. I I just got drunk, you know? That's actually like really good. Like we justify Mm -hmm. our, what we did because we didn't do something worse. And so we keep doing the bad thing, even... (laughs) 
because at least create, I'm not Hitler. Yes, we have created these things. Oh, <laughs> yeah. and how many times do you hear yeah. that? Like, right. well, at least like, I'm really, not this you know, person this or that, person, or yeah. at least I didn't do that over there. Yeah. So yeah, there's there's a, another reason I think culturally. So so much of American culture is is kind of like living in the aftermath of Roman Catholicism. And uh, I mean, gosh, I can't say how many people grew up Roman Catholic. It was such a dominant religion, especially in America. It still is, but not as much. And so Roman Catholicism really did inform how people see sin hierarchies. So Roman Catholicism would have two categories of sins. One is called a venial sin. Okay. A venial sin, it's sin, but it's not that big of a deal. Okay. Uh, you can just say, oh, sorry, maybe you pray rosary or something of the sorts. You go to confession, you confess your venial sins. Okay. Venial sins are small. Lying, cheating, stealing, something like that. Cheating on a test or yeah okay okay um mortal sins are different they are a very big deal in fact if you commit a mortal sin your salvation uh has been okay. either lost or massively yeah. in je massively in jeopardy so like yeah. this would be murder this would be adultery these are like the big big sins and you got to just be really careful if you're a catholic not to commit a mortal sin because at that point, there's a whole different process for forgiveness. Mm. And this, this kind of dual category of like, I can do all of these things and I can just go to a priest and be forgiven. Mm. Just don't, don't kill somebody and don't cheat on them. Yeah. Right. Like as long as you don't do that, then you're going to be fine. And it created this entire ethos in terms of Roman Catholics where sin just wasn't that big of a deal because you could go party on Friday night and then go to confession on Saturday. And that is a very real habit that has happened um, in the Roman Catholic community. And, um, and that's not a good, it's just not helpful. Yeah. And I think a lot of people would say I'm a good person because I haven't done a mortal sin. Correct. And that logic has kind of just permeated yep. generation after generation. It's like, Completely. well, I haven't done this. Yeah. I, I want to draw your attention to a couple of texts of scripture that I think make the point that all sin is sin, but not all sin has the same consequences. And if, if, Again, if I had my child, uh, if my child said to me, hey, hey, dad, um, what sin would you rather me do? Would you rather me commit sexual immorality or lie? Mm. I would tell him in a heartbeat, lie. Right. Why? Um, because the scriptures talk about categorically um, different sins have different impacts relationally, physiologically, spiritually, emotionally. So 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 18 says, flee sexual immorality. All other sins a person commits are outside the body, but whoever sins sexually sins against their own mm. body. It's yeah. interesting. God, God is very protective of the sexual relationship, particularly even the sexual relationship in marriage. We could go to a different sin of murder uh, in the Old Testament uh, in Genesis. It talks about if you kill some, if you murder somebody, then your life needs to be taken because they were made in the image of God. Yeah. Um, it was so severe that if it was anybody was found doing this, then they should be killed. Yeah. Um, most sins didn't require death, but mm. categorically because of the implications socially, relationally, they were so big that God responded and just said, listen, if, if, if you kill somebody, then your life needs to be taken. Like, this is it. Like this is, you don't do this. Yeah. Uh, in First John chapter five, it's an interesting and kind of confusing text, but First John five uh, sixteen and seventeen says this: "There's a sin that leads to death." I'm not saying you should pray about that. All wrongdoing is sin, but there is a sin that does not lead to death. It's, nobody knows exactly what he's talking about, 
like you could surmise, but there's a principle that he's alluding to, which we do know, which is there are some sins that have greater consequences and there are some sins that have lesser consequences. Mm. And he says, all wrongdoing is sin. Like that's, that's just it. But not all sin has the same consequence. And Mm. so of course, if sin has a greater consequence, we're going to kind of uniquely plead with and train our children and those we love here. Here are sins that have really significant relational, spiritual, sociological, emotional, psychological consequences. Um, please avoid these. Um, I'm not saying now go do these. Yeah, right, right. Oh, what else? Oh, can I, what well, can then I, I can do go then? do those. Yeah. <laughs> what can I pick from? But I am saying these, these are unique. Yeah. They create death. Yeah. They're not good for you. These are going to be the things that future you would love to say, could you not do that? Like, yeah. If, if future you could come down and like interrupt that moment, he would say, that's not going to go well. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay. If you, if you need to be rebellious, yeah. <laughs> try this stuff. Now, again, please don't try this stuff. Right. But right. You, you get the point. Yeah. I think it's interesting and something just in the last couple of years as I'm learning about personalities and how it can affect the marriage or even the parent child relationship. <laughs> it's there are some personality types yeah. where, like, including myself, where dishonesty is like, how could you, yep. you know, like I would never be dishonest, even at like the expense of myself, I would always be honest with you. Yeah. And then some personality types are like, Meh, yeah. I didn't tell her the whole truth. It was yeah. a gray area. Yep. And I'm like, no, black and white was black and white. And it was yep. black and white the whole time. I mean, um, growing up, I was that, I was the opposite of you. Like, eh, didn't tell the whole truth. Eh, like, yeah, uh, that was, but I, I mean, I had strong convictions on other things, right? You know, that what was high in my hierarchy was definitely not high on yours. Yes. And, <laughs> but like the Lord takes you where you are and he grows you, yep, you know, absolutely. and that's what we need to know about each other. Yep. Because sometimes we might be clicking on this question because we're like, I need to convict somebody that what they're doing <laughs> yes. is really bad. You should listen to this. <laughs> when I, I had a very clear, distinct moment in my marriage where I was like, I think if God were looking at our sin, it would be something like this. And I'm like, actually. Actually, if he was looking down, it would just be like this. Yeah. You know, we are just on the same, like sinning, you know, both yep. doing the same thing and needing forgiveness. Yep. And um, yeah, it's just helpful to have that mentality of like, we're all sinners. Yep. We're in this together. Amen. I was, I thought you were going to get up and start walking around. I was so excited. <laughs> that was great. Love it. All right. Well, um, thanks for providing yep. some clarity yep. on that question. Likewise, yeah. Next time we're going to be answering the question, can you lose your salvation? 